Money. It affects our everyday life. But how do we make more of it? Manage it. And make sure we make the most of our money. Welcome to Money Mindful, a podcast to teach and support you as you learn to manage your money. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the Money Mindful podcast. I am your host, Megan. I'm going to get a bit zen on you today. (laughs) Um, Not my usual style, I guess, but we're going with it. Stay with me. I've been doing some deep contemplation of late and it's kind of been blowing my mind. So I really wanted to share it with you. I want to teach you a new concept today that I haven't discussed on the podcast before. I have actually heard before what I'm about to tell you today, but I wasn't ready to understand it. But I feel like as of late, the penny has finally dropped for me and I'm understanding this concept that I'm going to teach you today on a much deeper level. I hope you can get your brain ticking on this new concept today. I'm going to call it the grass is not greener because it's a saying I think most of you are familiar with. We we understand this concept of the grass is not greener and, and this is this is what this concept is that I'm going to explain to you, but how it relates to money. Sometimes I have dreams and ideas about being rich, what it would be like to never think about money, always having enough, going on amazing holidays every year with the whole family, paying for other family members to come to, staying in luxury accommodation, flying first class, buying nice things. Okay, you get the idea. I'm sure you've you've had the odd little imagination, um, imaginative thought of what that might be like. In my mind, I have this idea of how great it would be. If I just had a bit more money, my life would be easier. I would be happy and have so much fun all the time. Do you ever think like this? Imagining yourself in a nicer car or a nicer house. I have these dreams about being able to buy huge areas of land for conservation, just buying it and holding it for wildlife and trees. I think about how amazing it would be to have enough money to do that and how great that would feel. I have had this idea that my life will be better, like the grass will be greener if I have more money. It's this idea that when I have more money, I will feel better, that my life will be better than it is now. Well, let me tell you a story or a couple of stories to illustrate how wrong I was about this. So last weekend, we all went out for our usual afternoon walk. Every weekend, we take the whole family out for a walk on one of the many walking tracks that's near our home. We try to go to ones where we can let our dog off the lead and the walk isn't too hard for the kids. The one we went to this weekend, it, it's a big loop. So Louie and I take turns to run the track on our own and then we meet up again. And on this particular occasion, I ran the track first. It's got a couple of really steep hills and I haven't been running for a while, so I took it really easy. 
I'm in my 40s, so I take everything a bit easy when I haven't done it for a while. But nevertheless, I still wanted to push myself a little. So as I jogged along, I started telling myself things like, you can do this. You've run much farther than this, much further than this in the past. You've, you've had two kids. You can totally do this. You can easily run around this track. And then for some reason, I don't know what triggered the thought, but I was imagining I was going for a run while I was on holiday. I was looking at the dirt, the rocky dirt track in front of me, and I was imagining I was in Greece and I was running in the hills on my holiday and it suddenly dawned on me that even if I was holidaying in Greece and had flown there in a private jet, the run I was doing would still be as challenging as it was in that moment. Mind blown. No amount of money was going to make that run easier. Even if I had a million dollars sitting in a bank account in cash, this run would be exactly the same. I would still experience the challenge. I would still feel that acid feeling in my muscles. I'd feel that discomfort of running out of breath. I would still feel the same emotions. Like the amount of money I have has nothing to do with how I feel in my life about going for a run and the challenge and the, how challenging that is for me when I'm out of practice. So I did my loop and caught up with the family and then it was Louis's turn to do his, his run. He ran off and my eldest daughter started running after him and I didn't want her running after him because sometimes my dog completely wigs out if we separate. <laughs> if the pack separates, she she's not happy and um, and she goes, she runs off and she's a whippet. And if you don't know about whippets, they can run extremely fast. So I was shouting to my daughter, please don't run after dad. Please stop. Please stop. And then she fell over like running down the rocky slope and she was screaming and she was crying and she had dirt all over her brand new clothes, the ones I had told her not to wear out as they were not appropriate for a walk on a dirt track. And in that moment, I didn't feel a lot of sympathy. It wasn't my best parenting moment. I felt irritated. I was irritated that I'd repeatedly asked her to stop running and she'd ignored me. I was irritated that her new clothes that I had just got for her the day before were now filthy and she was upset and angry at me for not being sympathetic. You know, just a typical family outing. I'm sure you've had them too. But then later it dawned on me again, it wouldn't matter if I had a million dollars in the bank and we were out walking on our holiday in Greece I don't know why I keep going to Greece, but there you go. I would still get irritated when my daughter ignores me and then ruins her clothes. The grass is not greener. I would still be experiencing the full spectrum of human emotions. I just might be doing it in a nicer car. Do you see what I mean? The same goes for the great moments. So every night 
I read in bed before I go to sleep. And every night my dog Dasha comes up on the bed with me and she snuggles up next to me while I read. I love this so much. I love snuggling up next to her and reading. She keeps my legs warm. And again, it wouldn't matter if I had handmade silk sheets on a king-size bed in a fancy mansion. Not that that's actually something I aspire to, but every night I would still get in bed, snuggle up to my dog and read before I go to sleep. No amount of money could make this moment any better than it already is. The same goes for today when we were making second breakfast and listening to Heather Morgan. She's a country singer. I love country music, by the way. Anyway, her album, Borrowed Heart, is my favorite album right now. There is this song on the album called We Were a Fire, and my youngest daughter and I, we absolutely love it. We play it really loud, and we sing the lyrics at the top of our lungs. And in general, it's really difficult for me to put it on without dancing. So here I was making avocado and and uh, tomatoes on toast, and I was dancing around the kitchen and dining room, singing and dancing with my daughter, And we're looking at each other and she's smiling, I'm smiling. No amount of money could make this moment any better. This is as good as it gets. Just looking at my daughter singing and dancing together between bites of toast. So why am I telling you all this? Well, what many people don't understand, or maybe they do intellectually, but haven't fully grasped it in their bones, this is what it was like for me, is that they they think our circumstances control how we feel, but it's not true. So when I say circumstances, I mean like we think if we had more money, we would have a better life. But it's our thoughts about the circumstances that create how we feel. So, for, and furthermore, humans are driven by emotions. So, all our actions are driven by how we feel or how we think we will feel. Our brain is wired to seek pleasure and avoid pain. So, the reason most of us do anything is because we think it will make us feel good or we will avoid feeling pain or neg- negative emotion by not doing something. You know, we think that if we eat the chocolate cake or drink that glass of wine, we'll feel good. We think if we go on holiday, it will make us feel good. We think if we earn more money, we'll feel better or life will be easier or we will feel secure or have more money. But it's not the actual holiday that makes us feel better. It's our thoughts about the holiday. It's not the actual money that makes us feel secure. It's our thoughts about the money that create that feeling of security. Our thoughts create our emotions, not circumstances. Our circumstances don't create emotions. We want to feel better, so we think we need to change our circumstances and then we will feel better. But what we need to change is our thoughts about our circumstances. That's why you see in the media celebrities in pain, you know, doing drugs or family breakups, etc. You don't become rich and then suddenly never experience any negative emotions. Money is a circumstance and circumstances are neutral. They can't make us feel anything. It's impossible for money to change how you feel. It's your thoughts about the money that drive your emotion, not the actual money itself. 
What? I hope you're still with me. So also, if you've listened to previous podcasts, you might remember me talking about the 50-50 of emotions. We don't feel positive emotions 100% of the time, and that's not the goal of life. In fact, that's impossible. We have to experience sadness to know happiness. We have to know the feeling of insecure to know what secure feels like. And this is the kicker. When you really start to understand this, you realize that your life is not going to be better with more money. It will simply be different. You will still feel irritated with your kids when they don't listen to you. (laughs) You will still feel the challenge of going for a run. And when you dance and sing your face off with your kids, you're not going to feel an elevated level of joy than what you already get to feel right now. So if our life isn't going to be any better with money, why bother making any? Because we can. Because money's fun and why not? I have financial goals that I'm pursuing, not because I think my life will be better, but because I just want to do that with my life. I want to challenge myself to be the primary earner in our family. I want to invest my money in things I feel passionate about, like the environment. So when you realize that your life will not be better with more money, it will completely transform your relationship to it. There's no hurry to make it. And it releases you from from pursuing it from a place of lack or scarcity, like thinking you don't have enough and need more to feel better. You don't need more money to feel better. You need different thoughts to feel better. If you are feeling unhappy now about your life or feel insecure about your finances, it's your thoughts you need to change. Because here's the thing. I initially started investing because I wanted to feel secure. I wanted to experience feeling safe and secure. And I thought having investments and planning for my retirement would make me feel that way. But the truth is, even after having acquired a couple of investment properties and emergency fund and investments in shares, as well as earning, you know, the most we ever had, I still felt insecure. I thought it was the money that would make me feel secure. It's not the money. It's my thoughts about the money. The interesting thing is, is that when you start thinking and actually believing abundant thoughts about money, money, making money is easier. The grass is not greener. You are living your best life right now. If you want to make more money, make more money, but realize that no amount of money is going to make your life better. You might be able to do things differently and your life might look a little different, but when a loved one dies, you will still feel pain. You will still feel discomfort, embarrassment, fear, and whatever other so-called negative emotions you feel now. That's not going to go away when you have this so-called better life with money. So next time you're aware of your emotions, ask yourself, would I feel any different? in the same situation if I had more money. You might be surprised. It's easy to think people with lots of money have better lives, but do they really? I I encourage you to explore this further and question all your thoughts and beliefs about money and what it means to have it. As always, if you want to stay in touch between episodes and stay up to date with all things Money Mindful, get on the mailing list. 
Follow me on Instagram and Facebook and get involved with the book club. This is a great way to connect with other women who have similar interests in learning about mindset and money. And if you really want to next level your money mindset or make a change in your life, but you need some support to do it, get in touch via email and we can tee up a consult. Have a beautiful week until next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Money Mindful podcast. For more info, visit moneymindful.com.au. For future episodes, be sure to subscribe. And remember, the information in this podcast is of a general nature only and does not take into account your personal circumstances or goals. Please seek professional advice for your own financial needs. Remember to have fun along the way.